Hello, and welcome to the Live, Lead, Succeed podcast, where you'll be inspired to become the best version of yourself, overcome limiting mindsets, and grow into the leader of excellence you were called to be. Here's your leadership and lifestyle coach and guide, Stacy Barlow-Hill. All right, we are live. Hello, Succeeders. This is Stacey Barlow Hill, your leadership and lifestyle coach, helping you to become the best version of yourself and lead successfully. I'm so excited today. I have my good friend, Joe Moss with us. Joe, I'm so excited to see you today. I'm excited to be here. It's, it's been a yeah. while, but I'm excited it to be here. Has been. Joe and I grew up together. We were close friends growing up and we were just talking before we went live here. Um, I don't know how many times I've seen him in person since probably high school, but um, social media has kept us connected. And yeah, I yeah. feel like I see you all the time because I've seen you get married and your children and your business and you've seen the same with me. So we, yeah. we feel like we've been a part of each other's lives um, without skipping a beat. But I don't think we've probably really seen each other in probably a couple of decades. But yeah, it's been probably at least 20 years, I imagine. Yes, wonderful. Well, Joe, let me um let me let you tell everybody about what you do and uh, what you're up to these days. Yeah. So you know thanks Stacy for bringing me on today. I mean I'm excited to be here. And um and so one of the things that I like to do, you know, you know, everyone has like fancy titles and things in that regards, but I like to define myself about by by like what I what I enjoy doing, and that's what's and that's encouraging people. And so the one of the things that I do is that I get I encourage people to be the best they can be in um, different facets of life. But I have the a unique opportunity to do it in a way of fitness and wellness coaching, and so. You know, that's that's the beautiful thing. So it, it all ties together. So you can be a person that may be motivated or inspired to to want to do, you know, want to take care of yourself. But you have to have a plan in place on how to get to your destination. And so one of, one of the things that I do is I help people put you know plans in place so they, they can achieve whatever fitness or wellness goal that they have in life. Um, so that they can live the life that they want to and be around for the people that matter to them most. You know, so if you had to categorize it and turn it into a title, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a trainer. <laughs> <laughs> Not just a trainer, but you know, I think that's why our souls vibe, because we, we both um, are seeking to help people become the best versions of themselves. Mm -hmm. And there's definitely um, different avenues to get there. Um, but I love how you you use um, trainer loosely, but <laughs> there's so much more behind that. And quick story, real quick. My brother, every time your name is mentioned, um, he always tells the story about how he contacted you one time just to get, he wanted some quick advice on something he could be doing simple, like some quick push-ups or something real mm -hmm. quick. And he said, he asked you, and he said, instead of you giving him the simple answer he was expecting, you asked him, well, how bad do you really want it? And what are you going to do? What are you willing to do to get there? And all this stuff, and we laugh about it all the time, but it just shows your passion behind it. And you aren't just going to give him some some simple do five push-ups, do six sit-ups, and you'll get this. There's It's a mental state behind it. It's not just 
do this and do that. It's what are you willing to do to get there? What's your mindset? Why do you want this? Um, and I think that's that's what you help to bring out of people. Um, so walk us through what it looks like maybe working with you. Um, what, what does that process look like? So it, it's it's interesting. I mean, that's, that's what I hear anyways. Um, so we know that the body likes to stay the same. We, we are comfort seekers. When it comes to food, we like comfort foods. When it comes to relaxing, we like to relax and, and just, you know, not be bothered by, by anything. And so our body is wired to keep us safe. And so unless we can find a way to, to kind of override that, we'll, we'll just stay the same. And so knowing that we are a collection of our habits and our behaviors, that if we don't begin to change our, beha- our habits and behaviors, you know, we're not going to be any different. And so, so what, what, what it looks like is that first thing we have to understand is that, all right, so where are we right now? We need to know your current location. We, I need to know like how you sleep, you know, um, how you eat. You know how active you are. You know what what, what type of family you have. Um, you know because the reason why that's important because like the family is going to give you the support that you need. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, you know so you know your 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 levels of of stress that you have, and so knowing all those those factors will give us an understanding of okay well, all right so this person has X Y Z going on already. Now, if we don't worry, if we if we're not able to to basically mold and shape this life the way that we needed to need need to do it, um, it's going to be very very challenging for, for them to accomplish whatever goal that they're trying to accomplish. So, I I'm, I'll invade your life a little bit, but it's all for it's all for you. So you you, you think about it like this. So our process is more so, um, you come in, you know, we sit down, we talk, and we kind of get an understanding of where it is that you'd like to go. All right. So if you come to me and say, hey, you know, I want to get in better condition. Um, I need more energy. I want to lose some weight. OK, those are some of the top things that, that people say. Right. But unless we know you know, where you currently are at the moment, mentally, OK, emotionally, OK, the, 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 we're not going to it's going to be very, very tough to lead you to that place. And, and the reason why that is, is because, like, we have so many things that we hold on to, that we won't let go of, you know? And so when, we, when, we, when we're faced with a, with a stronghold, something that grips us, um, we have to learn how to break down those barriers in order to be able to grab onto a new version of ourselves, you know? Mm-hmm. And so that's, that's kind of what we do. And we just, we basically, we become the guide. We guide you to where it is you need to go based off of, you know, your current lifestyle, you know, your family factors, your environment, where you are emotionally, where you are spiritually, you know, and and obviously where you are physically so that you can become the best version of yourself. Awesome. What do you find a lot of time um, is that that thing that keeps people in these mindsets? Like, you know, do you notice maybe a difference when they first come in and then maybe that light bulb moment (laughs) where things start to change or... Can you pinpoint anything? So, you know, one of the biggest things is the fear of the unknown. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if, if people, they don't know, they don't know what they're totally getting themselves into or don't, if they've never been to that place, you think about it. If you go to a new town, right, go to a new city and it's your first time driving around and you're not real familiar with being there, 
what happens is that you're not going to drive as fast. You know, your, your head's on a swivel looking around from left and right. And it just becomes a place where you're just not comfortable being there yet. And so as a person begins to 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 get results, you know, maybe they you know, maybe they're exercising more or maybe to be more consistent with their eating and more consistent with their with their with their sleeping. OK, initially, it's not a habit yet. So mm-hmm. so what happens, the thing becomes like, OK, well, I'm venturing into this new place. This is very uncomfortable. And naturally, the mind says retreat back, you know, right. go back to where you were, because this new place I, I, it's just too uncomfortable right now. And the fear of not being able to stay there um, will, will take a person right on back. So it's, it's just a fear of the unknown, you know, mm-hmm. and just and, and with a combination of it just not being comfortable yet. Yeah, making those habits become lifestyle so that it, it's yeah. it's not scary anymore. Absolutely. Well, Joe, I know as long as I've known you, you've always been in shape. I've known you in your wrestling days. And um, <laughs> so maybe tell everyone else a little bit about your journey of how you, you got to this place. Okay. So when it comes to like the physical aspects of things, you know, I started, I started wrestling at an early age. I was like nine, I believe, when I started wrestling. And funny story is that, you know, one, you know, championships and things like that. But when I started, like, I, w- I believe it took me like two years to win a trophy. <laughs> it was bad. We went just like two straight years of losing. Um, every week, every weekend, we lost, you know, come in, we win maybe one match or two matches and every, all the other matches we would lose. And then my dad would you always. You didn't get a trophy for just showing up like yes, they do now? <laughs> you know, they take your they take your registration money and they're out. That's it, you know. But uh, and so, but it taught me it taught me something valuable. Is that you know, if there's something that you really really want, you're gonna have to work hard to get it, and you're gonna have to put the extra work in. So my dad used to ask us all the time. He says, "Listen," he said, "You know, we would lose." He was like, "You like that feeling?" You know, and, and I'm just like, "No, I like that feeling." You know, he said, if you don't, he said, if you don't like losing, win. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Well, I said, well, dad, how do I win? He's like, I'm glad you asked. And so, and so then he would take us to a process of showing us the things that we would need to do as far as putting extra work in, putting extra time in, in order to, to get better. I mean, so it was just a process mm-hmm. you know, from wrestling. We, you know, we played football and, you know, but fast forward to like high school, you know, um, you know, I played football, played middle linebacker and, and, and linebacker for Sharon, and um, also wrestled, you know, you know, through those through those years as well. I actually ultimately got, you know, got recruited to wrestle division one at Slippery Rock University. And um, and when I got there, I didn't want to do it. Mm-hmm. I had a full scholarship and I just didn't want to do it. And so mm-hmm. um, and that was just another day. But and so when I got there, I needed something to do because I decided not to wrestle. So I literally started working out. I started training, you know, I started working on my body and, and just trying to get it in as best condition that I knew how. Um, and so what happened was that became my sport, you know, bodybuilding, weightlifting became my sport. And, and I, you know, they have, they would have a, a, a competition every year on campus, you know, they, where they had like a bodybuilding show on campus every year. And, um, and so I would do that show, you know, every year. And, and it took me, and to my to my last year to actually win the entire show, you know, I became Mr. Slippery Rock mm-hmm. University, and and it was it was cool. It was a nice nice little experience, 
But yeah. after I graduated, you know, it was that was it. And then I found out once you once you get into the real world, you don't have, um, you know, three, four hours a day just to spend at the gym. <laughs> it just doesn't, it doesn't work like that. You got to work and you have to have now you have responsibilities now. Right. And yeah. so um, so what I did was I came out and I didn't really know what I wanted to do. I was coaching football, coaching wrestling. I moved back home. With my parents wasn't a real great place for me, you know, as far as like mentally, because I didn't know what I wanted to do in life. And so eventually I started, you know, started going to church more, started, you know, making sure that my relationship with God was better. And um, he began to reveal some things to me. And I ended up going back to school, got a master's degree in exercise science and and um, graduated and started working for a place called Special Orthopedics as an exercise physiologist doing wellness programs for 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 people. So um and then from there, it, you know, I started doing, I became a strength and conditioning coach at Hickory High School, working with other athletes. And um, eventually I ventured out and, and built Blessed Body Fit. So, and uh, that's where we are now. I love it. I love it. Um, you were talking about some of your competitiveness. I was thinking about um, you come from a large family. You have quite a few siblings. And I think about my own children and they they get consistent straight A's, but I think it's mainly because they compete against each other. Like they they have it's it's not unhealthy. I mean, it actually I think has helped them. But I was wondering if, if some of your competitive competitiveness might have come from being in the midst. I know you're you're close to all all of your siblings. You all have a beautiful relationship. But did you you think some of your competitiveness came from trying to find your way in the midst of your siblings? I think a lot of it has, um, like, so I'm the oldest, so it's, it's kind of tough to compete with, like, you know, your little sister, <laughs> you <Yeah>. know, um, <laughs> but, you know, I do have a brother that's, you know, my brother, Jared, he's, you know, he's 15 months younger than I am, and we used to compete, mm -hmm. but, I, you know, I'll admit that I was more of, like, a bully towards him than actual competition, because <laughs> uh, I was always bigger, I was always stronger um, than he was in that regards, and, but the, the competition came where, uh, I think was more of like just not wanting to to be bad at something, you know, like learning how to learning how to you know learning trying trying to master whatever it is that I was that I was doing, and you know, for me in life is that like everything that I've ever started, like I was was I wasn't any good at when I initially started. I just I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't know how to do it, and I guess the the just the you know the, the drive that comes from just trying to figure it out like you know what i, I just can't be terrible about this i there, there has to be there are people doing it you know I, I will go through the process i will you know we will learn what i need to learn i will take the lumps that i need to, to take in order to become the best version of myself at whatever it whatever it is i'm pursuing and so even in business like i didn't know what i was doing you know um you know, when I, even when I got my master's degree, like I, my undergrads in communications and I went and got a master's degree in exercise science. Like it's just like the two don't even like <laughs> work together now as far as communication. Yeah. You know, yeah. you know, you know, but as far as like the understanding, like there were like physicians assistants and athletic trainers and in, in my master's classes. And I'm sitting there like I never I didn't have one science class, one exercise science class or one class dealing with anatomy or the body. So I had to do a lot of catch up. But that to me was like, 
okay, if there's people in here that can do this, I know I can do it too. I just might, I just, I'm just gonna have to work harder, you know, just, you know, sacrifice more time and more effort in order to get it done. I love that, that transparency, because oftentimes people see where you are now and they don't know what it took to get there (laughs) or know that you just didn't wake up and were born doing this. And it just always came naturally to you. Um, Mm -hmm. Even myself, you know, people will come to me and, and, you know, make it seem like it happened overnight. And I'll say it didn't happen overnight. This was decades and decades of learning and trial and error. And um, still, even today, not having all the answers, you know, just right. trusting God and <laughs> and knowing that, you know, when God has called you um, to something for his service, that he's going to provide you the way to get there. And that's really what we have to rely on is our faith and our faith and knowing that we've been called to serve um, in this capacity and that he's going to provide that way for us. So I love um, your transparency on that. Um, we don't always have it together. <laughs> no, no, no. I'll be the first one to admit that I don't always have it together. Yes. You know, absolutely my, my wife would probably tell you the same thing <laughs> we don't always have it together but you know but the, but the point the point is that you know we just got to be willing to um to stay in there willing to trust mm-hmm. god and you know my, my 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 slogan last year was trust god and go you know trust god and go because i'm writing that down go ahead write it down trust <laughs> god and go <laughs> you know because what happens is this like if if i have to you know if god gives me a an idea or if he shows me, you know, a an answer to something, the trust God and go mean goes means that you just immediately begin action on it, okay? Because God said it, mm-hmm. because He showed mm-hmm. it. I don't need anything mm-hmm. else. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna step out in faith and go with it, and I will learn in the process. You know, people say, yes. "Well, don't you want to plan this, that, and the other?" I mean, you will, but where are you gonna get the plan from? Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? right. And so I realized that, but if I wait. You know, by the time I and if I wait, by the time I begin to understand, it's too late. Mm-hmm. It's too late. Yep. You know, and sometimes and things you can only learn by doing. Yes, so. absolutely. What do you feel like has been one of your maybe biggest life lessons up to this point? Well, is is one of the biggest ones is, is just that. Trusting God and knowing that if he's leading you in the direction, if he's leading me in the direction to go, to do it, to be obedient and do it. And so mm-hmm. I'll, I'll share the story with you. So when I went back to, um, when I went back to graduate school, um, what well, is back in like 2004 now, but when I went back to graduate school, you know, I, I felt that God was calling me to, to go, go pursue this direction in life, um, you know, with, with wellness and, and fitness and things in that regards. And so I committed. I said, you know what? I'm going to go all in. I'm cutting everything loose and I'm going to go full time in this direction. OK, now, during that process, an opportunity came up, a job opportunity opened up while I was in graduate school. OK, mm-hmm. and so it became a challenge because, you know, I wasn't working. I needed money. OK, mm-hmm. uh, I just met my wife. You know, she had already been through school because she's a couple of years older than I am. And so here it is. I'm trying to get my life together so we can, you know, we can move forward with our life. And and an opportunity came up and while I was in grad school, actually a job at the university um, opened up. OK, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, wow, that's a great opportunity. And actually, 
the director of the particular um, program um, came at, came you know came and approached me on it. Okay, they said, "Listen, Joe, we got this job opening, and um, we think you'd be a great candidate for the job." And I actually worked for the person when I was an undergrad. Okay, mm-hmm. and I was personal director of the department, and she said that she said, "Listen, you know, we are. Um, I'll be. I'm doing the hiring." And I'll even write you a letter of recommendation, okay, mm. um, for the job. I said, wow. And she said, I'm also doing the interviewing. She said, so the, 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 so it looks really good for you. I said, wow. I said, this is great. I said, I got everything in my favor. I said, very rarely do you do, do, do the person write your recommendation. Also, the person is doing the hiring. Also, the person is doing the interviewing. And it's also someone that that you worked for previously and they really like what you did. I mean, so they have all those things in your corner. So I go knock the interview out, things go well. So a couple of weeks go by, I don't hear anything. So I'm like, I'm like, this is kind of weird. Normally they call you and let you know something. So what happens was so I stop into the office and I say, well, uh, I said, you know, I, I was just wondering if you know what the word was on, on the position. And she was like, well, we filled that last week mm. and walked away. And I was like, that's it? Like, you know, like that's, that's it? I didn't get any notification. I didn't get anything in that, that regard. It was just like, it was completely shut down. And so what I realized is that, okay, I could have messed things up. My destiny in life had I been selected that position. Okay. And so I, I, I thank God every day that that was shut down. Now, I don't even know the reason why it didn't work out with all those things in my favor. But mm-hmm. all I do know is like, if that would have happened, it would have changed the course of this destiny. We wouldn't be having this conversation right now. All the yeah. people that God has helped, you know, use me to help, you know, help save their lives and get rid of certain, you know, help them with their the, the different issues and things that they were having physically and mentally and emotionally wouldn't have happened. And, and so, you know, so it's kind of like one of those lessons where it's like, listen, if God calls you to do something and he wants, and he, you're the one that he's choosing for the job, do it, do it. Because there it was, if, if the opportunity was there, I would have chosen it, but he had to shut it down. So it, it's just like one of those things that always kind of stayed with me. It's like, listen, you know, stay in your place, do what you're supposed to do because you, I could have messed that up big time, you know. Absolutely, I love it. Absolutely, yeah. God, God sees things that we don't see, and the, the plan ahead for us. Um, but I love that because sometimes we think um, that shiny apple it looks perfect, mm-hmm. and <laughs> what, yes. what could go wrong? And especially at that age, because I'm sure you needed the money, and it was probably like. Yeah, let's go. Let's do this. And <laughs> not understanding why that didn't happen. Um, but I was just talking to someone this morning about um, God pruning us sometimes and mm-hmm. the process of being pruned and pruning hurts. Like it's not a, a, a an enjoyable process. Like when you prune your garden and prune plants and <laughs> prune things, that process right. hurts and it hurts at that moment. But um, if you can only see what God sees ahead of that, 
after you get through that process. And when you prune plants and you prune your bushes and your garden, you see the harvest that comes from that afterwards. Right. Um, and that's what we have to stay focused on is, is what's going to come after that. What can I learn in the season? What can I learn from the rejection? What can I learn from God saying no to this thing? Right. That's now so fast funny. forward, you know, you can mm -hmm. see, I'm, I'm glad that happened to me. Uh, that's awesome. I love that. Um, so what do you think is one word that describes you best? One word that describes me best. Oh, geez. That's a tough one. I would have to say <laughs> um, faithful. Mm, okay. Faithful. If I had to, if I had to, if I had to describe, I would say faithful, um, because I'm I'm a, I'm gonna stick with it. I'm gonna stick stick with you know whether it's a person or a, a thing until you know until it gets done. You know, my son mm -hmm. has homework a lot of times. He gets frustrated. I'm not going anywhere until he gets it done. I'm right there. Now we're gonna be frustrated. We might be frustrated together, but <laughs> you know, but we're but I'm, not, I'm I let him know like, listen, I'm I'm here. If I say I'm gonna be there, I'm here. You know, if I, I'm, I'm, that's, and that's just kind of how I, you know, I roll in life, and and and, and faithful also meaning that I'm gonna step out and do it, even if it's hard to see. You know, mm -hmm. <laughs> it, it, it's one of those things where I've learned to get comfortable being uncomfortable, and like it's just if God is in it, like He's gonna see you through it. He's not gonna give you a plan and not provide how to get it done. That's just mm -hmm. the way it works. Now it it now you notice I don't have any hair left. <laughs> <laughs> but I, no one said it was gonna be easy, right? No one said right? it was gonna be easy. But I mean, but you will it, it is faithful's faithful's what it is. I mean I think mm -hmm. I'm gonna stick it, I'm gonna stick to it to the end and, and we're gonna get through it. Now, I'm not saying that you don't make adjustments. I'm not saying I'm gonna hold on to you know being sane, you know, being sane about it where I'm trying to do the same thing the same way and expect different results. That's not it. But it's just whatever needs to be accomplished in life as far as mission, purpose, um, promise, you know, we're going to stick with it. We're going to get it done. So. I love it. As you were talking about your kids, I, um, I don't know if you posted a video last week or something, but it was your kids working out at the park. <laughs> yes. And, uh, yes. <laughs> but it made me think about um, just, I guess kind of maybe what our kids might say behind our backs. Remember my, my children were running late for um, dance practice one day. And somehow I ended up into this whole talk about how leaders aren't late and you need to show up. And they said, but mom, we're always the first ones there. Everybody else is late. And I was like, it doesn't matter what everybody else is doing. Like you need to be on time. You're a leader. You set the time. And they both just busted out laughing. And I was like, what? And they said, mom, you just turned um, being late into a whole leadership talk. And they were like, it wasn't that serious. And <laughs> but I was picturing your kids like probably like, all right, dad, come on. Like we only got to do like <laughs> a thousand pushups today. Like it's good. Like leave me alone. <laughs> it's it's, it's, it's okay. interesting that you said that because my daughter, she came to me the other day and she's like, I told her, I said, listen, I said, you're going to have to develop some type of routine. You need a routine. Oh, wait, she's little. How old is she? She's seven. She'll be eight in May. <laughs> okay. And she's like, uh, she said, what are you talking about? Exercise? I said, I said, you said it, not me. I think that's a great idea. And she was like, well, she's, I'm not, she's, I'm not working out with you. He said, all your exercises hurt. <laughs> said, all your exercises hurt. I ain't messing with you. 
I said, I said, well, you can come up with some stuff on your own. I said, but you got to develop a routine, you know. Yeah. So, but now my son has a pull-up bar in his right in his room. We put up okay. a pull-up bar in his room. Um, actually, like it's in his doorway, and so every time he goes in and out of his room, he does pull. He does pull-ups. Okay, mm. so it's like so. His password on his own. On his own. To, on, on his own. own. Okay. I didn't. I didn't make that up. He actually okay. told me about it, and I was like, "Really? That's what you do?" And I said, "Oh, that's great." And so, yeah. and so, what happens is that each kid has their password to get into their room. Okay. Mm-hmm. So one was my daughter's for him was some kind of silly dance he had to do, but she keeps changing it so that he never knows what it is. So it's always a new one. So he can't ever get in. <laughs> Every time he, so he'll do the silly dance and she's like, well, that was the one that was last week. It's changed now. And so he won't even know the new passwords. So what he did was he set his as the pull-ups, three pull-ups to get into the room. Oh, and she's like, it's not fair. That's not fair. Josiah. I can't even reach the bar. That's not my fault. <laughs> three pull-ups to get you in. And he'll jump up and get his three in and then go into this room. And we exit this room, exit this room, do three more. That's that's what wow. So I love on, it. On his own, you know, so. Yeah, that says a lot about you. That means you've you've already instilled that in them, whether they recognize it or not. They've already risen to the call of greatness. So I applaud you and your wife as parents. You were obviously doing something great. I can't wait to to see them grow up, and I know they're going to be little leaders doing something one day. Mm-hmm. Obviously. All right, Joe, well, we are just about done, but I want you to tell people where they can find you, how they can work with you. Um, and um, we'll put the links um, in the broadcast too, but just let okay. people know how they can find you and where they can work with you. Yeah, so so probably the easiest way to contact me would be like Instagram. You could probably like message me. Um, I go by Joe Devation, you know, so it'd be at Joe Devation. And it was just J-O-T-I. T-I-O-N. I think that's how you spell it. Uh, I think I, but anyways, motivation. If you had the word motivation, you take off the M and you put a J. And that's, <laughs> what, that's the best way to do it. <laughs> and, uh, motivation. Or you can or you can visit um blessed body, blessedbodyfitness.com. It's actually my you have to actually the business. And um, we have some some things on there that you can you can contact us that way as well. So okay. It's a blessed body fitness. Yeah, so it's B L E S S B O D Y F I T N E S S dot com. Put that up on the screen. Blessedbodyfitness.com. And you are in um, Youngstown, Ohio. I'm in Youngstown, Ohio. Yes, I am. Okay. Do you do anything um, virtually for those that aren't in the area? That is that is coming. Coming. That's coming. We're working on something now. Um we're, we're we're working on creating like a little like a little like online academy. So we'll be doing okay. some online coaching and nutrition coaching and behavior coaching and um, some fitness stuff. Um, that's coming real soon. Um, so that's expected to be out probably May June is what we're looking at for that right now. Um, so that'll be on. Definitely keep you in contact. You know on how that goes and um, yes. But that, that's, sure. that's, that's our next thing is, is our big thing is that taking a lot of things that we do in-house and just teaching the principles so that people learn how to people know how to live life. That's the biggest thing. I mean, it's like anybody can mm-hmm. I, t- I tell people I say, anybody can clap their hands in church. You know, you know, you know, the yeah. biggest thing is that what do you do when you leave 
out those doors. You know, yeah. that's going to be the biggest thing. So you need to learn how to live life. And that's what we want to teach you how to do. Absolutely. Well, if you um, recognize that you need a change in your, your lifestyle, health and fitness, you need to go find Joe. He will take care of you. I highly recommend him. I have known him majority of my life and I can't say anything bad about him. He's a stand up guy full of integrity, full of faith. He will not lead you astray. Um, Joe, thank you for being here. I appreciate well, thank you. you. That's, thank wonderful you. to catch up with you. And uh, maybe you'll come back again and join us sometime. Yeah, if you'll have me, I'll, I'll be back. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, if you are part of the Successful Soul Circle, we are going to continue on um, in the Facebook group. Joe is going to give us a talk on the importance of your purpose. And this is right in theme with what we've been working on this week. We've been talking about our purpose. We just finished up the three-day um, Find Your Purpose Challenge. We're um, going to start a book this month on um, God's purpose for you and your plan. So he is right on topic with this. So we are going to continue that in the Successful Soul Circle. Um, if you have any questions, Questions, you can leave them in the chat. Um, you can always catch the replay that'll be housed um, in your online classroom. And if you haven't joined yet, you need to go join. There's the link um, in the um, description of this broadcast. You can join it and um, still have access to the replay once you join. So Joe, thank you again. We are going to sign off now. And those of you in the Successful Soul Circle, we'll see you in just a few minutes. For listening to the Live Lead Succeed podcast. We hope that you were inspired and encouraged to reach just a little bit higher today. Remember, you've got this, and we're rooting for you.